0: friends, welcome to The Gritty Coach. If you're feeling overwhelmed, unfocused, or even stuck in your business, don't worry, I completely know where you're coming from and I've been there before, but now you want to get some clarity, a plan, and you're ready to take your business to the next level, then you are in the right place. My name's Erica and I'm The Gritty Coach. Just a little about me, I'm a veteran, a wife, a boy mom, a twin mom, and a fur mom. And after 20 years in the Navy and my unique life experiences, I am here to help you smooth and polish your business practices through what I like to call gritty love. So if you think you're tough enough, sit back, buckle up, and let's get gritty. Hey gritty friend. Welcome. So happy you are here. This is episode 22. And today is all about looking back and thinking about where you are now may not have been where you thought you were. Like, have you ever looked back at your life and said, boy, this is not where I thought I would be or not necessarily in a bad way, but you know, the really amazing, the good, the bad, and the ugly might be just what you're thinking of. I mean, think about how did I get here where I am today? You basically would say, would I do the same, something different, or even a complete 180 from what you're doing? No matter where we've come from or where we start even today may not be where you finish. I just thought that sometimes we need to remind ourselves that it's okay to change this life and the outcome and where you start. And you can change where you start at any point. You can start new every day. It doesn't matter. You fall off the wagon with a diet. You can easily get back on tomorrow. You know, Um, it's no different than riding a bike, right? We just get back on. We do it again and we can do it again tomorrow. Tomorrow starts a fresh day. So think of today as your fresh day. I really wanted to go back and take a look at it and, and just make sure that you're okay with making these changes, that you're okay taking this leap of faith. I will tell you that for like the last 10 years, maybe even longer, Brooke and I have always said that we weren't going to stay in California, even, you know, after we retired and whatnot, and we have a house and whatever, but we always wanted to move to Colorado. We always said we were going to move to Colorado. I didn't want to go back to Texas heat. I didn't, you know, as much as I miss family, I just, I knew better that we wanted to be up in the mountains. We were outdoor people. We loved to hike. We loved to do all these things and that that would be, that would serve us better. Right, so that's where we've always talked about going. We made sure that my family knew about it so that they were prepared that we, this is where we wanted to go. And we've always talked about it. And then maybe eight months ago, that all changed. <laughs> and we started to think, oh, okay, so we're a little older and maybe shoveling snow when we're 70 is not such a good idea. Maybe slipping and falling, you know, we really need to think about these things. I mean, I've, I've already done it once. We started thinking about these things. And when the housing market started to go up, then that was the second piece, right? So we looked at that and we said, "Mm, okay, well now what we thought we could get for our money, we're actually not gonna be able to get. We always had an idea of what we wanted for our home. We always knew what we were looking for. And we had this dream. And now we couldn't get that in Colorado. So we shifted and we made this big change to move to Texas. And I will tell you, it was not easy telling our family, well, mainly his family. It was not easy doing that at all. And I didn't want them to think that this was, you know, me making, you know, forcing him to to go away from his family. And it was all about my family. There was this huge discussion. And I will tell you that it was the most adulting moment that Brooke and I probably ever had, which was sitting down and going, oh my gosh, how do we tell your family? We've been saying how we're moving for like 10, 15 years. And now all of a sudden we're making this shift and we got nervous and we just, you know, it was one of those things where Brooke and I really had to talk about how we were going to handle this and how we were going to handle the sensitivity of it all. But eventually we did and we told them and they took it better obviously than what we thought in our head and it went fine. I'm sure they're still hurt by the fact that we aren't moving but I always try to look at the bright side which is we don't have to compromise two different travel schedules now. We only have one travel schedule and that would be only to go to Colorado. Um, And that that to me means that we have more money to be able to go and do those things um, and not trying to juggle whose house are we going to for the holidays, right? So that makes things just a little bit easier. And maybe yours isn't necessarily that cut and dry of a change. It could be anything in life. I mean, the house we chose in Texas was not the house we thought we would get. It's not the house we set out for. It's not the house that we had been looking for. It was none of that. But it is the house that we chose and we chose it because it had the things that we were either willing to compromise for and negotiate each other, which we did that a lot. Brooke and I both, you know, negotiated to our points and then said, okay, this fits the bulk of everything both of us wanted. And we made the choice best for us. Now it doesn't have to be the choice that everybody else loves. In life, we tell people what our plans are, our dreams are, and our goals are. Then I often hear so many talk about how they aren't where they thought they would be, and it looks so different. And with that, even my clients will tell me that they're concerned about what others will say since you changed your mind, since they changed their mind. We all make good choices. We all make bad decisions. We all change our path in some way in life. Doesn't matter. It could be as easy as our son telling us that he switched from criminal justice to pre-vet, And that was even before he got started in the first semester of fall. (laughs) We were driving literally to the college, never had an idea, never even knew. He never even indicated that he was interested in it. And all of a sudden it came to him and he was like, I'm thinking I want to go pre-vet. And I was like, how do you get there from criminal justice? You don't, you just know, and you go with your gut and your intuition. And his intuition said, I should try pre-vet. But because we'd already registered for classes. Fortunately, freshman classes are pretty much all the same. So hopefully we didn't veer too far off the course and he'll figure out pre-vet next year. So this is all okay. I'm giving you permission to let others know you changed course. So many reasons why we would change course and they are all for you. You read it all the time. You do you, it's always on social media, right? But you, do you actually do you? actually do these things for you whether it's just you or your family you'll make decisions that are best for you all don't get me wrong there are compromises with family to adjust for everyone's needs just like our house but no matter what at the end of the day who do you see in the mirror you who has to be proud of the decision that they made today you And if that decision didn't turn out the way you thought, who has the power to make that change? Again, you. The point is, is you need to take care of what is best for you. All those, and I do air quotes like you can see them, but all quote unquote, those people don't care unless something went great or something went bad. Then that's when all the comments come. And I'll just share another example, another story with you really quick. Not an example, but a story. So we posted like, we're going from here to here in our houses, right? And I got a lot of questions asked to show more pictures of the house. Like, hey, could you do this? And I was like, sure. I didn't really necessarily want to do it per se because I just didn't want to, I didn't want to come across as it was showing off or anything else. But I was like, okay, I have friends asking, this is the only place I can post it. So I'll just do it here. And so I got so many comments about how great it was. Now, had we picked the worst house in the whole entire world, probably would have gotten those as well, right? That People don't have any problems telling you online what their thoughts and feelings are because 99% of those people you don't know. The other 1% you do, and those are often the ones we, we may not necessarily care about their opinion because we already know them and their family and we know they'll love you no matter what, but it's the other ones we don't even know who we care about. Bad situation, I fell off our kid's hoverboard. It was on Facebook Live. And everyone saw it and I tried to laugh it off because I was afraid of what everybody was going to think. Oh, how stupid am I at 40? Mm, I think I was 45 then and fell off our kids hoverboard and then wound up with four screws and two rods. Yeah, that was me. So I got the good, the bad and the ugly in comments. You get the prayers for speedy recovery out of surgery and then you get the, what the hell were you thinking? (laughs) Right. But everybody's going to give their opinion because it's something extreme you know, even, even leaving California for Texas, do you know how many people have said, how could you leave, you know, that beautiful weather? It's the one thing I miss the most. Texas is so hot. And they send me, I told uh, my dad's wife the other day, she sent me a picture of the temperature gauge in her car. And it was like 102. And I'm like, are you trying to scare us before we get there? (laughs) Like their, their intentions are fine and their intentions are good. And they're meaning to, you know, prepare you and, there's no preparation to go from 75 degree weather, 80 degree weather, uh, dry heat to 102 and it's like 50% humidity. I, I, you could tell me all day long, but until I get there and I get off the plane or I drive into it or whatever, and then I feel the sweat pool, I'm not going to recognize it, right? Like I can't envision, I can envision it, but I can't really feel it in the moment. I'm not like getting the whole grip of it. That's Okay. But people don't have a problem with that. But the problem is, is when you get to that point where you're making decisions based off of what you think other people are going to be concerned about, that's when we start to lose what we're doing for us and what's best for us. Another question we get is, how could you leave the house that you work so hard on? Because we're taking care of ourselves. We're making choices for us. I don't and you don't need to tell the whole world, can you share? Yeah but do you have to get them on the buy-in? Hell no. Now, for some who may not remember this reference, please look them up in a library or used bookstore. This is so good. They were by far the best as a kid. We had these choose-your-own-adventure books growing up. That's only dating myself a little bit more, but I already told you I'm basically 47 now and about to be 48. So I'm already old, so I've already told you that. And if you remember... The movie called Never Ending Story, and you probably have heard it if you're a Stranger Things fan, then you've probably heard the song in there. If you haven't watched the movie, I'm asking you to run, do not walk to your Netflix or whatever streaming uh, source you have and order it now. It is the best feel good, good guy wins, bullies in the dumpster kind of movie. When Bastion decides to t- steal the book from the bookstore, he has to choose the adventure. Just like the books I read as a kid. You go to this point in the story where you have two choices. There's the fork in the road, and you pick one, and it says, now go to page 67. So you go to page 67, and then that adventure would start to go down that path, and it may fork again. It was really, really cool. When you got done, it may not have been the best adventure after all. If you didn't like the adventure, though, you could easily go back at one of the forks and change it. There were, like, hundreds of different ways the story could go. It was so neat because I got to choose my story. I might not be a writer. I may not be creative enough, but I got to choose and have a choice in my reading experience of where I wanted to go. I miss those books. Like I don't think they, like authors even make those types of books anymore if they do. I haven't found them, and I don't think any of the writers as an adult that I read often make choose-your-own-adventures anymore because apparently we're supposed to already be in the adventure and settle in that adventure, and that's not true. Don't settle in the adventure if it's not the adventure for you. If you picked an adventure for someone else, you need to change it, especially if it's not where you're thinking it's going, because it's not going to get better. If you're not choosing this adventure based for you or your family and your needs, then that adventure is somebody else's. It's somebody else's, and you need to come up with your own. But ultimately, in these books, these Choose Your Own Adventures um, books, some changes might have had the same outcome. But you didn't know unless you tried. And you didn't know unless you went back and changed it at fork number 10 or fork number two or choice number 15. You would not know unless you made those choices just in life. So, do you get what I'm throwing down now? Life is an adventure. It doesn't need to be boring and mundane. Nine to five, come home, cook, clean, homework, bed. You decide. You decide, and where you go, you choose the adventure. And sometimes where you think that adventure ends might not be the end is where you thought when you started. By all means, I am telling you to make sure that you do your due diligence in researching in your choices, right? Like I'm not telling you to start a business and you haven't had a business plan or done any business you know, research to make sure that this is a good plan for you. But do the math, do what you need to do and then make that decision based on all your research and what's best for you and what you wanna do. It might be the best adventure ever. And it might not. Then you just go back and change where the adventure may have started to take a bad turn. It's just like the choose your own adventure book. The minute I started to see somebody, oh my goodness, I can predict that somebody's going to die here. I could have gone back three forks and chosen another adventure and had a different ending. Maybe choosing that adventure didn't have a different ending. It might have still had the same, but I get the choice. That's sort of in the polishing and tweaking, like any type of goal, you sort of go down this path and you start to see it not going down the way that you wanted it to. So you back up to the fork and you choose the other path. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. I'm just telling you it in a really cool way. <laughs> I really like it this way. I really like to bring in Neverending story and stranger things and talk about, you know, all these fun things that we watch today. And it's funny how much they relate to life. And sometimes we don't think about it. I try not to think of movies that hard. Like I really don't want to necessarily learn all the morals and life lessons. Maybe I just know them and I don't necessarily think about them anymore. But I want to enjoy my movies strictly for the entertainment value. And I try not to give them much thought. But then I get here and go, oh yeah, do you remember like in Never Ending Story, you had to choose his book. And I remember in the bookstore and the guy at the end was like, you had to choose to take the book. You had to choose. I mean, like that's what's so great about that movie. I don't care that it was made in the eighties. I not only had the cassette tape of the entire album or the movie soundtrack, but I still love the song and still own the movie on DVD, not VHS, at least. I mean, it is a step up, but I still have it. So anyway, sorry, squirrel and digress. So let's get back on track. You may not have the ability to have foresight, but that doesn't have to be just hindsight. It doesn't just have to be, oh, this happened to me and let it go it can be now I make a change based on what I learned. I learned this didn't work. Thomas Edison learned these 9,999 ways were not the way to make the light bulb. And he changed it. He made a slight tweak in science. I always tell you to always make sure that you have a constant and a variable. You make one change, but you leave everything else the same. So you can know what worked what recipe was the right one. You don't change every ingredient in the recipe when it doesn't go right. You change one item to see if it makes a difference. You choose the best one, the one most likely based on the flavor or the lack of rising or whatever in your cake. You choose one little piece and you you change that piece of the recipe to see if it doesn't make the most perfect, amazing cake ever. We have given you a lot of references today. We went baking. We went Thomas Edison in history. We went stranger things. We went Neverending story. Oh my goodness. I'm like referencing all sorts of things today. <laughs> Hopefully you guys are, you guys are keeping up with me here. The point is it might be so much better, but you won't know unless you take the leap of faith. You won't know unless you jump and you won't know unless you take the first step. That's what this is all about. So I hope that this finds and helps you in some way and, and helps you remember that you make choices based for you. Don't be afraid of them. Don't be afraid to take them. Risk is always going to be unsettling in your stomach. Change is always going to be nerve-wracking. It is big. And when you, the bigger the change, the more nerve-wracking it is. And that can sometimes cause us so much anxiety that we choose not to do it. But when you never take those leap of faiths, how do you know that that choice wasn't the better one? How do you know that your life isn't going to be better? How do you know if the grass isn't greener on the other side? You'll never know unless you take the leap of faith. And like everything else that I always talk about here, nothing is permanent but death. So as long as you don't die, guess what? You can always make changes. That was pretty morbid, but hopefully you get the reference. I mean, there's very few things in this life that are permanent. Very, very, very few. Tattoos are pretty close. Death is definitely one of them. I mean, there's a few things that are definitely permanent, but you can still make choices and you can still change things and they can still influence your life in such a positive way. So don't hesitate. Do your research and make them. And don't listen to all the raff around you. And don't be afraid if it changes in the middle. Don't be afraid if like us, we say we're going to move when Hayden graduates high school and before our twins start high high school and we made that and we always said we were going to move to Colorado and then changed it and said Texas. It's totally different. We always thought we'd have a certain size square foot home. We never thought that we wanted, you know, we always thought we wanted a two-story home again. We don't. We have a one story. I didn't really necessarily want a ton of land, but we have some land, not a lot, but some. We're not knocking on windows to ask for sugar to our next door neighbors anymore. So these are all things that only make things better, but don't be afraid of what's on social media and all the things that people talk about. You only see the best or the worst of what's on social media. Very, very rarely. It's more the rare than the usual. Do you see the the true authenticity of everybody? We clean up around us just so that the place where you see the video is the cleanest place in our house you see you hear right now that right it sounds very you know quiet in our house and very you know the sound is coming through well but what you're not seeing is I'm sitting here behind a tv with three little um, soundproofing things covering my microphone and I'm sitting on a half ball stool to try and record because I have no desk that's what you're not seeing You're not seeing that I had to go downstairs and tell, you know, one kiddo to stop letting the door slam to the garage. You're not seeing that I had to tell our son who's right across the hall, hey, when you scream, I can hear it in the microphone. Please don't. You're not seeing that I had to turn off the fan because the sound comes through and I'm sitting here sweating. (laughs) I'm thinking you're probably all glad you're not seeing this, but I'm just telling you what you hear or what you see is not truly everything of what's going on in someone's world. And just because they're always happy doesn't mean that when the camera turns off that they're still that way. So take care of you, take care of your family and your family's needs. And I know right now, um, my podcasts are coming out a little bit later and a little bit off schedule. Please bear with me, obviously, because I'm sitting behind a TV and trying to find the quietest place in my house. It's not always the easiest to be able to record right now. And we only have a couple weeks until we're moving. So please bear with me. Don't leave because I'm a little inconsistent for the next two weeks. I just want to give you a heads up. Know that I'm going to be here. And until next time, keep staying gritty. Before you go, I would love to read your takeaways from this episode. I would be so blessed and grateful if you had a few moments to share your thoughts in a review. So just hop on over to Apple Podcasts, scroll below the episodes, and click on the purple Write a Review. If this episode inspired you today to make a change, share it on your Instagram or your Facebook stories and tag me at TheGrittyCoach. I would love to tag you back in my stories. Just remember to never give up. You never fail, but you just learned a way how not to do something. So try again. I believe in you. And until we meet again, keep up the grid.